Serenissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, the Fit and Fab channel, iHealth Radio, with your host, Hurricane Age. Always a new day, new show, uh, new topic, not 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 so much. Uh, it's a, a similar topic we've discussed before with a different angle, with a different spin, with a different guest. And it is a great day. And my my, my guest today is hailing all the way from uh, Canada, and I'll, I'll, I'll let her tell us where because it is a special place. <laughs> and and we're going to talk about um fitness wellness uh the whole bit about it uh she is a wellness coach she is uh a, you know a fitness person a trainer uh she does a lot to help people she's also a writer an author she wrote a book you know already and she's got plans to write more she's been highlighted in a lot of magazines in canada and uh she's with me today so i am so delighted to have you i have with me yana hempler yana welcome to the show Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, my pleasure. And yes, I mean, listen, I, I, first of all, um, you and I, we had a little bit of a, just a catch up before the show started. And uh, I love the, the one piece of information that I learned. <laughs> so, so w- let's start with that one. You are from Canada, Western Canada, but specifically from an area that gets barely no snow or none. Let's talk about that because I can tell you one thing. I mean, as far as I know, most of us we think that Canada is is always surrounded, you know, like bombarded with snow everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I guess I was wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe there is, you know, a place that doesn't have that. So, so where is that? <laughs> right. So I'm in Victoria, BC. So it's Victoria, British Columbia. So BC stands for British Columbia, and uh, we barely ever get any snow. Like sometimes we'll have snow in December for like two weeks, but then it melts right away. Or sometimes we'll have a little bit of snow. But anytime that we get any snow, it's like almost the whole city shuts down, basically, because we're not used to driving in the snow. And then, uh, and yeah, like I love living here because it's such an active community because we're able to do many of these fun and exciting activities year round because of the fact that there is no snow or barely any snow. Well, it, it is. Let, let's let's just touch on that because you know we're talking about the topic of fitness, wellness, and uh, you know it, it entails the idea of movement. But I do believe that the winter does collapse people's abilities in, in a way or the other. I mean, it's it shouldn't stop people from doing stuff, but it does inhibit some. Can be outdoors. Uh, you know, even get into a gym, for example, can be nightmarish if you have snow when it's too cold, whatever. Also, it gets ready for you to even get up and dress up and bundle up and go. So it is, you know, a lot of people do, you know, do get out and make it happen and they still do rain, shine, whatever. But but there are a certain, you know, folks that may not be able to do the activities the way they do. Now, for example, I, I can tell you one thing. Uh, when it's cold, winter stuff, gloomy, I do my best. I still make it to the gym. I still do stuff. 
but it is not my best you know time when it's beautiful out in the sun or at least there's no rain nothing i can just go out to the outdoors and do this you get excited i think that is an impact you know ultimately on how we do and how we behave certainly in our health and wellness uh so so i love that because as you said you know it's pretty much a good year over there and there are a lot of places like I, I tell you one thing i love the south you know whatever the sun i mean just give me the sun and i'll be alive i mean it's like i'm one of those summer flowers i just come out <laughs> in the summer and just enjoy myself but you know winter i'm just like whoops i just collapsed you know i mean in you know not in a good mood i mean i try to be in the best mood i always try to motivate myself to you know and keep you know the motivation and the energy going but trust me in a, in a summer day or a hot day i'm a lot more energetic so can you imagine that that's crazy <laughs> oh yeah absolutely you know it's uh it's interesting that you say that because there have been some studies done where they say that in the winter, it is a lot more difficult to do anything. And some people get affected by the winter more so than others. So they get much worse moods and much lower moods in the winter. And that happens quite a bit with some people. And so I think that it's great that here we have more of the good weather even though it does rain quite a bit here in the winter time, but we don't have to shovel the rain. So that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen, winter is winter, right? I mean, you know, yeah, listen, even places that are tropical, they get a lot of rain, even in, you know, in, all, in summer. I mean, it just, you know, get exactly. those pours. Uh, the thing is that it's hot. The energy is there. Your body is not really like, you know, collapsing. It just, you know, uh, by the way, everything dilates in the heat, right? So everything is like, you know, the blood flow, everything is like, I, I think more, you know, active than, than it would be in, in uh, I guess, a colder area, a colder month. Now, again, we're not generalizing. I mean, people that are motivated and inspired and have discipline, they're going to do this regardless, whatever they are. And, and again, we do want uh, to encourage people to continue doing what they're doing because, again, uh, your immune system, your health, your wellness is attached to your activity and your movement. And it doesn't matter where you are. Um, if you can't do it there, then maybe it's time to change locations. But but if you can't do it, then you have to make it happen. Indoor gyms are available. There's a lot of places where you can do it. But the idea is just that, do I get up in the morning and want to do that? I mean, that's really what happens when you have a gloomy day. And, and believe me, I wake up when I see this, you know, the the clouds and it's a dark day. I'm like, oh, it's like a blanket there. I just don't want to come out. <laughs> but but I, I don't think I think I don't think I'm the only one. I think everybody can relate to this. But when I'm in, a, in an area where like you open up and it's bright in the morning and you got sun and it's not you, you just you just feel like you want to get up and, and do things. And so it's it's amazing. And I love what you said about the, the fact that there are studies. I mean, I was just, you know, shooting out the hip here, but I, I, based on my own experience. But I, I would not, you know, I, I do tend to believe that, you know, this is a real thing and uh, you just confirmed it for me. So thank you. <laughs> and confirmed it probably yeah. for other people. Well, I spent the winter actually this past winter in Alberta and it was cold and snowy mm. and we had like minus 40 weather too. So it was pretty difficult to be motivated, but I still, you know, I have a treadmill at my parents' place, which is where I was for the winter. And, uh, I used the treadmill during the winter, so I still did my runs and I still tried to run faster and as fast as possible. And, you know, it was still good, but it's just not the same as running outside. That's for sure. Because, I mean, you're, you have the view of the four walls instead of the vast beauty of nature. Well, I don't care if you have, a, you know, a 3D, uh, you know, a 360, you know, IMAX, you know, theater in front of you. It's not the same. I mean, unless you simulate, you know, the 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 noise, the sound, the actual breath and the air and all the stuff that's in there, 
you know, the scent, the smell, you know, you, you're not going to repl- replicate that, right? It's nature is nature. It can't be that. Uh, but, but negative for you, I, that's, that's, that's like, Ooh, I just think about it. Like, I'm like, you know, get the shivers here, <laughs> but, but oh, you know, yes. it's like winter coats, you know, uh-huh. long boots, gloves, toques, you know, thick coats. And it's like difficult to move outside, but I still went for a walk outside too a couple of times and I still shoveled the driveway too. So I got my exercise that way. It, it, it's a tough exercise. I have to tell you, I shot, you know, when I, when I have snow and I do that snow business, I come in, you know, literally drenched. <laughs> I mean, literally it's, it's, it's amazing, but it does, there are risks of, you know, health risks, you know, um, p- people get cardio you know issues, you know, when doing this, cause you're like so cold and then all of a sudden you're doing all this extreme, you know, uh, work and then it does, you know, affect the body. So just always be careful if you have any conditions, you always check with your doctors before you, um, uh, do any of that but but yeah but it is a good exercise i mean i've used many of those winter storms you know to to get a few calories down <laughs> so it, it does help but but so so but but you said it you you were there for the the the, the winter but really your life has been in in a more active community and, and you said it, it's beautiful because you can do things and was that what actually motivated to get into the fitness and wellness world well actually i've always kind of been interested in it but like well but i wouldn't say always actually because when i was 11 years old i actually wasn't that into activity and i actually hated exercise up until i was about 11 years old so i actually as a kid i used to fake feeling bad just so that i would miss out in gym class but then as time went on i needed some extracurricular points so in high school i signed up for the cross-country running team and I wasn't doing too well to start with. Like I was not placing in the top three or anything like that. But then over time, I got better. And then I started to place in the top three. And then I went to provincials for track and field. So that kind of motivated me is that I saw results and that I saw that I was getting better and that I saw that I could be someone who wasn't fit to begin with, that was able to follow a specific process to be able to get in shape. And that was what motivated me is the scene of the results. And I know that there's a lot of people who give up when they don't see results after a certain amount of time. And that's very unfortunate because for me, it took me a couple of years of junior high school of placing in the last category before I was actually able to win and win zones and place in the top three and go to provincials. But that took me quite a while to get there so like it's not instant and it's not an overnight success sort of thing when it comes to fitness so i don't want anybody to think that oh i'll just you know i've been sitting my whole life now i'm just gonna get up and i'm gonna go and work out and i'm gonna run a marathon that's not how it is you have to work your way up to the more challenging things and that's what i like about is that the constant ability to push myself but push myself in the right way so that i don't hurt myself and so that I continue to improve as opposed to just stay the same or plateau or worse or get worse and get burnt out. Well, so yeah, that is very powerful. And I think we, we, we need to spend a little time on that just because um, you said it best people give up easy. And yes. again, not, we're not generalizing, you know, so if you're watching and listening this, you know, and, and you're not giving up easy kudos to you, but there are a lot of people that might not, you know, uh, see 
well, they have expectations that if they don't see immediate, you know, satisfaction and results, they kind of like, you know, oh, this is not for me. And they just walk away from things. And this is not just about health and nutrition, wellness and, and fitness. Uh, this could be business. It could be, you know, anything that you, you really sought after and you, you, you want to achieve in your life. You know, if you are not aware that this is going to be a long journey and there is, I mean, I, 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 I review a lot of uh, these motivational talks and things like that. And one thing coming always comes up, you know, the journey is really the success part It's the fact that you're going through this and the, uh, you know, the challenges that you're facing day in, day out. And, you know, no, it's not. I mean, because the the quick satisfaction of of the end, you know, that's like, yeah, I made it. But that's that's not really what makes you excited about. It is like how long you've been going through it, and every single little step that you see as a small success. Like, yes, I did this one today. Tomorrow, I'm gonna jump up to the next level, next level, and it changes the way you see things, and it gives you that robust, you know, personality that you, that makes you who you are. And then when you get to that top level, now again, it, anyone that has been through this. Will probably not stop. They'll just find, find out the next level and the next level. In your case, you did the same. But you said it, you were probably not the best at it, yet you said, I'm going to try it. Even though you were in the last ranking, as you stated, you know, that didn't demotivate you. As a matter of fact, it's like, no, I can do more. And so I can do this. That means I can do more. And so now you went and did more slowly but truly. It took a couple of years. That's the other thing. What? How long does it take? Nobody knows. Everybody's different. You got to put in the effort. You got to put in the time. And yeah, some people's journey could be six months. It could be two years. It could be, you know, one month. We don't know. I mean, some people go to marathons. You mentioned marathons, and I know you do that. Um, the idea is that they prepare for this. But I've known people who've done preparation in very few months, and some people prepare for years. It all depends on your your body. It depends on you how busy you are with other things. It's it's not just for everybody the same way. It you know it's there's it's not one size fits all. It's it everybody's got their own way of doing things. But the idea is do it. It doesn't matter. You know what works for Yana may not work for me, and vice versa. But if this is something I want, I should just go for it and do it and know that. It's going to be challenging. It's not going to be easy. See, that's the first thing. Once you accept the idea that nothing's going to be easy in life, that is worth having, worth, you know, a success, and and you want to go there, you're going to continue. Listen, I've I've been personally, you know, in in the martial arts journey is the same thing. You know, when I started, you, you see all these black belts and they, they're doing all these fancy stuff and you're like, oh, I want to be like them. You know, it, you, you can't be a black belt overnight. You got to take your journey over there and work, 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 work before you get to that level where you actually now becoming a good, you know, good at what you do and, and understanding the arts. And that's just an example. In business, the same way. You start something small and every day, you know, mm, not doing good. Let me do some more. I mean, I'm, I'm, I give an example of my the media or my show, how we started and where it is today. And it's not even anywhere I want it to be yet, but it is getting there. But I see the the, the fluctuation. I see the changes. I've seen the progress. I see all the, you know, where it was and how it looked and where it is and what it looks like now. And I even have a vision of what it's going to look like in the future. But the idea is every single one of those is, is a piece of enjoyment and it's a piece of joy and I enjoy it literally. And yes, yeah, it's not easy. So, so thank you for bringing that because everyone, that has that probably like getting to that point is like uh I don't know I'm about to give up. You hear this, you're not gonna give up because you know this is just the beginning, not the end. But but if you decide to give up, that's when we call failure, right? I mean, there is no such thing as failure unless you give up. If you you don't you stop, you don't, 
that's not failure. You're just testing it out. So as long as you're in the test mode, you're good. What do you think, Nana? Is that, am I getting it right? <laughs> right. So I mean, like a lot of times people will try something and maybe that activity is not for them. So like, say, for example, someone doesn't like running and, but they tried it and, you know, it just didn't work out for them too well. Maybe their knees hurt. Maybe their joints are not good already or something like that. So they find another activity. Maybe they'll like yoga better or maybe they'll like pickleball or maybe they'll like golf or something else. So like, you know, it doesn't just because I'm a runner doesn't mean that you have to be a runner too to be healthy. There are so many activities that you can choose to do out there that try everything. Oh man, like if you could just try as many activities as you want and see which ones you like the best. Because in the end, the only thing that you're going to stick with is the thing that you enjoy. So the only exercise that's right for you is the one that you like and that you enjoy and for which you'll see results. And the only way to see results is to continue and to keep going even when the going gets tough because it does get tough every time. So I hope that that kind of makes sense, what I'm trying to say. Oh, it does. And and, and you hit on, on something important is that, you know, we were talking about the, the running piece, your running piece, but that's what you like to do, you know, but, but some, like to your point, someone could try this. The fact that you stop doing one activity, but shift to another activity, you know, that you find yourself better. That's great. The idea is not to stop, you know, period. That's the thing. As long as you have an alternative, there's, there's many things you can choose. I mean, the sky's the limit of what we can be doing everything, right? Whether in, in especially in the fitness world there, you know, it's, it's amazing because I've had many shows about fitness with different modalities, different forms, different schools, different concepts, but they all are about the same, right? But they're different signatures, different flavors, and that's okay. I mean, you go to food, there's a lot of ways to cook the same food, <laughs> you know? Exactly, <laughs> and there's a lot of ways to get to your ideal fitness level. There's a lot of ways to be healthy. And so, like, the more that you get to learn, the more you will realize how much more there is to learn. So, like, never quit after trying just one activity because there's going to be something else that you'll find that you'll like better. And uh, sometimes it takes a while to find that activity that you enjoy the most. And that's okay, too. You're not a failure because you started running and then decided that it's not for you and then switched to tennis. You're absolutely not a failure. You're, you're just a normal human who is got your preferences. Well, you know, let, let's talk about the word failure. It is, it is the most, I guess, destructive power <laughs> that the mind, you know, uses, you know. I, I tend to believe there is no such thing as failure. Although I define the you know, the idea that's what we call failure when we we give up. You know, uh, if you stop everything, maybe. But even that is not failure. It could be just that you stop everything and today and you're going to restart something. The idea is you don't want to think about failure. It should not be a concept that we even talk about. The idea is like, I'm not doing something or I'm not doing something. Is it for me? Is it not for me? And if you start changing your mindset that there is no such thing as failure, I'm just restarting and that's the other thing you know there's no re no problem about restarting uh you, you can't end i mean the thing is like if you end everything it's like that's like you're dead right and by the way even that we don't end i mean if you believe in, in an in afterlife then we continue right but so in the same concept there's nothing that should you know be what we refer to as failure that's i'm done you're never done unless you really stop everything and and and, and by choice if that is the choice, I would consider that a success as well because it was your choice, you know? So that's the thing. It's just how you look at it. But but the idea of 
you know, you don't even know what you make of, you're made of, because many of us, we don't even know what we're capable of until we start something. And, and then you're like, exactly. wow, damn, I can do this. <laughs> you know, many, like you, you have no idea what you're capable of until you get involved in something and like, well, and sometimes maybe not the right thing to your point. You switch. Let me try this. Let me try that. I know I, I, I got to do something. And then you're into this mode and you're going from left to right and, and you adjust, you tweak, you adjust, you tweak. And now you got your like sweet spot. This is it. Oh, I'm, I mean, this is it. I'm I, good. I mean, again, a good example. I started in tourism. I wound up in sales and insurance. And then I wound up now in the media. <laughs> so, 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 but, but, but the idea is, but it's all related. What, what I learned from my first experiences in life gave me personality that actually guided me through the majority of what I was doing in business. But what I learned in the business drove me to becoming the media. What I learned originally about a personality is giving me the media. It's all tied in guys. You don't, you don't know what you're doing today is going to have an impact on everything else that you're going to do, but, but don't try to figure it out all at once. That's the other thing. Like we want that perfect picture. I can see it. It's already like, you know, it's like there's a proposal, you know, and you know, like where I can architectures, right? They give you the design. This is what the city is going to look like. Well, that's architectural design. They can do that. They can portray it. They can push it. Now, even with that, is it going to look exactly like that? I, you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, drawings. I've seen a lot of nice stuff, but when you see it in real life, you know, maybe the tile is not looking the same. Maybe the glass is not looking the same. I'm just joking. But, you know, the idea is that there is going to be some variation of what you see and what you plan for day one and what you'll get when you get into the mix of things. Right. And that's okay. That That's exactly Absolutely. what I'm saying. And I mean, like when I first started out, like when I was in university in my first year of business school, I couldn't get any kind of other jobs except for cleaning at the gym. So one of my first jobs was cleaning the gym. And so a lot of people might be like, oh, she's just a cleaner. She doesn't know anything. But that mm. allowed me to get a free gym membership. So I was able to get to be active for free, basically, which was pretty awesome. And I was able to get in shape after having restarted fitness again i think probably for about the third time at that time so like i've uh, i know exactly what you're talking about when you say oh it's starting and then stopping and then restarting and i've done it all and i've restarted multiple times over and it's just and i'm not afraid to talk about it because a lot of people give up but i just keep coming back at it and i just keep coming back and it's like, no matter what happens, I just want to come back. You're going to have the boomerang effect. You know, you go, you come back, <laughs> you know, but, but you're right. Well, it's funny that you said that. Like, you know, when you think about it, right, you, first of all, I love your mindset. The idea that you went to a gym just to clean the gym, you, you didn't look, and even though people look like, what do you know, right? You're just, a, you know, the cleaner, right? By the way, uh, from this platform, you know, there is no everybody's got a value in this world and no matter what job they do without that job we are not going to have if you didn't have a clean at the gym you know you're not going to like to be in the gym right so so <laughs> appreciate everybody in live and there's just a quick message there but but the idea is you you saw the best of it you were able to get a free membership right so why exactly. not exactly and, now, and that now, was awesome and it opened up your your fitness you know pat it opened up you to to be in the gym to do certain things and see, like sometimes you don't know what why things happen. They happen for a reason. There's always a relationship. We don't know how things are gonna just fall in play in place. And they do. Uh, you know, sometimes it's amazing how this works. You know, I, I still cannot figure out, but you know, I don't need to figure out. All I know is that things happen for a reason and they always, you know, work out at the end. 
that's that's just how I, I believe. And and so exactly. But, but I've I, I don't just believe in it because I see it happening around me, it's happening to me, it's happening to people. I meet people for the first time and I hear the same stories all over the world. You know, you don't know what starts, what point, and then where it goes. And then when you start adding it up, like I actually did this exercise the other day. I told people watching and listening, and again, same thing today. Take a minute, review your past to date. You know, so basically today is whatever, March 30th or 29th. Is it 29th already? The 29th. 29th. Yeah. <laughs> so, so time flies. So the 29th and reverse back to the time that you remember you. You know, I mean, obviously there's a point where we don't remember. We're too small and too young. But when you remember and then try to see all the events that happened. And I guarantee you, you're going to see that, well, if this didn't happen, the other one wouldn't happen. If I didn't meet this person, this would not have connected and so on and so forth. Everything is connected, folks. Everything is connected. We just don't see it that way and we don't even take the time to review that movie <laughs> you know like almost take a you know a flash drive put it in or whatever download the file and click and then review your life to date and you're going to start seeing these patterns and be like my god this is real stuff it is not it was not coincidence the fact that i met you was not a coincidence the fact that i did this was not a coincidence the fact that i chose to do this the fact that i failed the fact that i i met someone so it's never a coincidence and then one thing leads to the other to bring you today now Good or bad, by the way, some choices could have led us to the wrong paths or whatever, but it doesn't matter. The idea is that some dots are connecting for a reason, and then the outcomes are going to be based on those different circumstances or sets of things that you've come across in your life. But you you did the best, you know, based on the circumstances you had, but you're like, okay, I'm cool. And you know what's funny? Again, that's another message for people. When you look down at people, you know, uh, you never think about the future. You're just looking at this one. I never look at someone and say like, oh, look at them today. That person today can be the best thing and the, the, the best person in, in history. Uh, you are an influencer. We're going to talk about that. You know, who, you know, that person that probably looked at you said that then they didn't think about this. They didn't even know that there was going to be a, something called an influencer in this world, maybe. You know, no, probably not. Exactly. So, so the idea is, you know, people make judgments and they don't realize that everything changes. The world is constantly changing and you never look at someone and say like, oh, this person is never going to make it. This person, don't judge people. You know, people do what exactly. they need to do at the time they do it for the reasons that they have and circumstances they're given. Period and out. And they'll make it through and they're going to make their lives move left, right, eventually. You know, it's not up to you to decide for them <laughs> or to judge them. Even if you did, it doesn't matter. It stays with you. It doesn't impact them. But it does actually sometimes impact if someone gets, you know, demotivated or maybe bullied or maybe gets you know a negative vibe you know and that's really what i'm talking about you know when you talk to someone like that you might uh two things can happen either you can spark them to like you know boom i'm gonna prove you wrong damn it or sometimes they will collapse and then they'll think i'm a failure this is done i can't do nothing so one way or the other you know please don't do that folks you know it's not you would not want to have that done to you don't do it to others and again that's just another quick plug here i mean again we're talking uh fitness, wellness, and well, this is all about wellness. You know, it's wellness of the mind, wellness of the body, wellness of the spirit, spirit. your thoughts is is part of this too. So again, these are things I live by, you know, by personally, and I enjoyed these vibes when I talk about these things. I just, it gets pumped, you know, so, <laughs> you know, so, 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 so your experience, you started there, you did this, then what was your next thing to get you in the coaching business and the, the real, I mean, you're clearly, uh, uh, um, running coach uh and you do other things 
you're a certified trainer, you are an influencer, as I mentioned. So let's guide us through that journey. I mean, we you, we got a glimpse of how it started. So and I talk a lot. So so this, you know, now it's all you. So tell us about the juice about your next level journey. Right. So I think that it's I've had quite the interesting journey. <laughs> so like, let's, uh, let's just start from, you know, maybe the time that I was first cleaning the gym when I was, uh, I think I was 19 or something like that. And I was in the second year of university. And at the time, that was like the only job that was able to be worked with my schedule, because I was in a pretty tough program, the Bachelor of Commerce program is not easy. So I needed a lot of time for studying and for doing homework and cleaning the gym just happened to be the best gig that I could get because I was able to get the fitness and I was able to connect with other trainers and I was able to meet with potential clients if they were open to talking to me about certain things. So then while I was in business school, I decided to take the personal training course through correspondence. So I took that and I passed the exams there. And then I graduated from the business program and then went on to run from Port Hardy to Victoria. And if you don't know where that is, basically from one end of Vancouver Island to the other end of Vancouver Island. And uh, I was raising money for different charities, some local charities here. And that event did not get too, too much, you know, media attention. And it didn't get too much uh, and it didn't get too many funds either, but I still did the best that I could with it. And then I wrote a book about running and how people can get into running. So that's where the book Hit the Ground Running came to be, is basically just me talking about how to get started running and how people can start to run and improve and how to run their first 5K and 10K and stuff like that. So then I ran the Boston Marathon in 2015. And... I also connected with a gentleman who was an executive at a company that I now work for uh, in supply chain. So my main gig is actually working in supply chain for an aviation manufacturing company. But on the side, I do a lot of fitness and run coaching. But I decided that, you know, I don't want to be like a full-time running coach because a lot of people drop off and a lot of people give up and I don't want to have to constantly be hustling. So I only want to work with the people that really want to focus on it, who won't give up. So I'm very selective about who I choose to work with based on whether or not our personalities match, because I'm not here to just take people's money and uh, not help them. I want to be able to actually help people if I take their money. So I'm very careful about whose money I take because I want to ensure that I can help them before I actually take their money. So like right away, if someone is not a good fit for me, I can refer them to any number of trainers that I've met at different conferences who I think might be a better fit for what they're trying to do. But I specifically focus on beginner runners who want to improve and who won't give up. Well, so, so yeah, you know, first of all, you just confirmed what I said in, in terms of nothing happens by coincidence and things happen for a reason. The fact that you went to the Boston Marathon and you met, you know, your employer, that's exactly, you went to one thing, one thing led to the other. Now you have a, an extra source of income. And I, that in itself, another item that, that I want to just to highlight is because you do your passion. This is what you love to do, but, but life happens. You need, you know, funding you need money you're doing it for the right cause to your point you can just take everybody's money and just make this is your primary you know source of income 
but but you're not going to do the quality job that you want to deliver right and you will not you will do a disservice to these these folks and 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 ultimately exactly. eventually you're going to lose you know that that formula you're going to lose your reputation so on and so forth but but you exactly. do want, because like, reputation like, takes you know reputation takes years to build and only seconds to break so this is why I have to be extremely careful with who I take on to make sure that there's someone that's going to be a good fit for my coaching. And I'm not the right coach for everybody. And I'm not afraid to admit that I'm not the right coach for everybody. And, uh, and I'm happy to pick a really small list of clients that I really, really enjoy working with and who enjoy working with me. And we have a mutual understanding and a mutually beneficial relationship. And that's what, you know, sometimes I find that in the fitness community, there have been some instances of coaches just taking on everybody and thinking that they're everything to everybody when really you're not. And you have to define your market clearly and then only focus on those clients that are, you know, in your target markets. Well, listen, I mean, people have different, I guess, reasons behind how they do their, I guess there's always, oh, you know, a concept behind the madness, you know, but, but the idea is that's, that's, to each his own, as we say, but but your approach is, is sound because to your point, first of all, there, this is a, a real thing. There is a product and service for everyone, and there is someone for every product and service, not the same. Exactly. Right? So, so you, you know, this may not be for me, someone else may be for me. It doesn't matter to your point. There's plenty. We have choices, and there are plenty of services out there. Like, again, you can listen to this show. You can listen to 10,000 other shows. There's different podcasters, different shows, radio, talk shows, TV. You know, everybody has a, a flavor and everybody's got, a, a you know, what they're looking for and they'll find their own, you know, vibe and energy. And that's that's really what it what it takes. But, but you said it, reputation, something you build over time, you can easily destroy it overnight for nothing, right? For for greed or for like a quick buck. Not, not really exactly. anything quality, you know, is not in quantity <laughs> you know exactly it's almost it's almost like you know you don't find quantity and quality as as equal never i mean maybe some circumstances but that i can't think of but the idea is that we always say we want quality versus uh, quality versus quantity because you can mass produce things but you don't you know the fine pieces of art they are just unique the fine pieces in the world they're unique people take the time to give you that best of the best of the best but if you press the button and it like everything is just like template boom 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 boom. you're not going to get and to your point you're talking about wellness and health and you're talking about someone who has a pad they want a certain way to you know to graduate into their their running concept and you got to build with them you know to your point somebody else may not be the right fit for them you you have a certain patience maybe someone else they want them to do different crazy stuff that they may not be fit for so it, it changes but the idea is that you know you're doing it correctly. And again, folks watching and listening, you do have the ability to select. You know, you test people. If you want a service, you figure out. Again, this is a platform. I've had so many services. I don't endorse any, but they're all great services because they all have a different angle. You see, exactly. the, the idea is, you know, you have to select what's good for you. You have to like figure out what this give me, and you put it in a paper. Boom, boom. This gives me a one, you know, A, B, C. The other one gave me, you know, I don't know, one, two, three. And then he compares. This is what I want. I want a mix of both, whatever. And then you pick the best formula that's for you. It, whether you want a car, you want a house, you want, you know, a relationship. You look at what is compatible with you and what's going to make sense, and then you apply. That's really it. Even jobs, you know. People settle for jobs. I mean, I love what you said. You didn't settle for that job when you talked about, you know, the gym. 
you see when you said it the first time anyone that would have listened and we left it off that way it would have left with like i just you know i was just doing the job right that was it but now when you specify and you say that that was the only job available around your schedule for the the the, the studies that you were doing and were able to give you the gym see it makes a whole job in a different context you know and that's really we don't always know things we again never judge a book by its cover that's exactly what it is we hear one thing and we make all the story ourselves it's like if i tell two words you know to all the audiences right now and i say go they're all going to have a different per- version of that story guaranteed right you know <laughs> yeah now now and then i'll tell you like what was the back end oh we we didn't think about that maybe someone would but the idea is you never know so so because we don't know we don't judge we don't make the full picture we might have our own picture and that's okay we are entitled to our opinion and to our own views but the idea when we judge and we make already a determination as to what's the reason behind nobody knows what the reason behind you know people's reasons except the people that actually initiate whatever they do in the action you know you cannot read my mind of why i'm doing what i'm doing i cannot read your mind of why you're doing what you're doing anyone watching and listening right now you probably cannot you can even judge us but even if you did you have no idea like for example does anyone right now know where i see me in 5 years no i don't even know <laughs> you know That's i have true. A i don't think a lot of us know yeah exactly i don't even know what i'm going to be tomorrow but the idea is i do have a quite idea what i want to to do to get whatever but even that is not a clear picture until tomorrow exactly <laughs> you know, i have I mean, the I wrote- So I wrote this list of like 53 things that I hope to do between now and the time that I turn 65. And the people might think that I've gone off my rocker when they first read the list, but then I think, you know what? Maybe I have all the time to be able to get those things done and actually like tick those boxes and that's what I want to do, but some people might look at my list and they'd be like, Oh, that is definitely not what I want to do. That is like the opposite of what I want to do, and that's totally fine. It's whatever, you know, makes them happy physically and emotionally and mentally, you know, and that's what matters is like what's good for someone's mental and physical health. And for me, for my mental health, it's running and it's all the different running things that I want to do between now and the time that I turn 65. But some people probably don't want to think that far ahead or they're scared to think that far ahead or maybe they just want to fly by the seat of their pants and that's fine too. Well, so two schools of thought there, right? So the ultimate reality is this, the past is gone, right? We can't change exactly. that. Exactly. Today, the only moment that that is real is this moment. You and I are here. Right now we yes. know it's happening, we're talking, right? Unless the the power goes off <laughs> or one of us, you know, and I don't know, something collapses. But but the idea is We don't know that. We exist in the moment, right? Exactly. The future the future is something that we know exists with us or without us. I mean, people may not be here tomorrow, but it doesn't matter. We have to be aware that that's the future. And we don't have guarantees in the future. We know we have ideas of what we want to do. To your point, you have a wish list of things, a bucket list of things you want to check off, you know, your 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 and there's nothing wrong with that. Now, that lit checklist and mine may be total opposites. Uh, that's okay too to each his own. But the idea is that You and by the way the time frame you put yourself from now to 65 someone says I want to do this before I get 50 who cares you know it's your formula folks you're the the the, the captain of your ship you're run your show this is your thing and and you have the ability to, to assign these tasks to yourself as you want. but then again you still got to take one moment down you have to go to today to get to tomorrow then tomorrow becomes the new today and so on and so forth so every day is a new day you and I started the discussion and you said something you know about the you know the day what was that you said earlier 
Oh, I think I said something like every day is a great day. Yes. And, 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 and that's a concept that we have to live with, right? Every day should be a great day. You know, we say good yeah. morning, you know, why, 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 aren't we, why aren't we not saying great morning, people? You know, imagine if we like you say, hey, great morning, folks. How are you doing? <laughs> you know, as opposed to good morning. You know, it's 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 a simple change. You know, obviously, I'm not asking to change the culture, here, but it just it's how you say things. And you said something earlier also before we started the show about the mind, what you what you you you. Oh, hear. yes. What the mind can believe and conceive it can achieve. There you go. See, see. I, I, you know, those are quotes that actually we can live by as concepts. And, and you, repeat that for our audiences, please. Right. So whatever the mind can believe and conceive, it can achieve. Uh, that, so believe, conceive, achieve. Right. So, so it starts with believe. You believe in yourself. The fact that you run marathons, you've believed in yourself all along. You never gave right. up. That's a powerful thing. We all have to believe in ourselves, regardless of what the world believes in us <laughs> or not. Because because that's the other exactly. thing. Exactly. You know, your own parents, your own family, your own friends may not believe in you more than you do. And they shouldn't. The only one that matters the most is you. And this is not being selfish. This is being, you know, grounded. This is me. You know, and everybody and is me. With regards to your friends and things like that, what I was gonna say too is like if your friends don't support your dream, get new friends, but not a new dream. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. But but you're right. A true friend will, will support anything that you'll be doing. A true friend exactly. will be there in the journey. A true friend, even if you fall, they'll help you and guide you. And so if they're not doing that, mm, to your point, maybe it's they're not true friends or they're there for a reason or any other reason that then being there for you. Maybe they're there for themselves. But again, we're not judging, but but we all know what we're talking about here. This is not a secret, folks. We all have friends. We all know who is what, where. And sometimes if we don't, maybe it's time to wake up and <laughs> smell the coffee, as they say, and check it out. Because if they're not showing commitments to you, you know, they're not really there for you. And if they disappear at the first, you know, obstacle that you encounter or or fall, you know, they, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. So choose wisely. And most of these successful people will tell you. You need to surround yourself with innovators, with people that have great minds, with people that will support you, with people that nourish your ideas, not the people that just going to suck your blood and blame you or always point the finger like, well, you can't do this, boo-hoo, you're not going to do this. You know, who you think you are? You know, uh, many people tried before and they're not, they didn't make it. I don't care what people did before. You see, that's where the belief, I just believe in me. And yes, my, my drops, my falls, my back, you know, my reverses, Again, I don't want to choose the word failure. Whatever it is, it's not stopping me. The only thing that's got to stop me is if, if my body has stopped moving or I'm in, in a grave. That's it. But other than that, I'm going to keep going. And so, exactly. so, that, so, so that's the belief part that you said. Then conceive. Yeah, you believe in, in yourself. You believe in your mission. You believe in stuff. But now you start the conception of it. You got to start building that whole you know picture. You got to build the plan. Again, we when we said tomorrow is not here and you said about all the stuff that you want to do, it's the fact that you want to plan the future. You know, whether it happens or not, it's irrelevant, but you got to have a plan in play. Now, the plan is not going to be perfect. That's where we go about that picture. This is not like you you can have the picture of what, what it's look like, what it's going to look like. But in the journey, you're going to start changing things, changing things, changing things, changing things. And that final picture Guarantee, if, do this exercise, folks, and, and, and trust me, I, I do this. Take a picture of where you are today, of whatever you're doing, if it's a business, whatever, and just save that picture and then come back a year later and you're going to see that, compare the two pictures. It's going to be a whole different picture. Do another five years and it's going to be a whole different picture. 
and things will change because your mind today is using the, the, the information that it has today. You know, the information is going to evolve in time and you're going to learn more tricks and more tips and you're going to change things. You're going to be meeting other people and things are going to shift. Maybe to your point earlier, you can change the whole concept from one thing to the other. So you don't know, but put a plan. You know, it's part of that conception, right? Conceiving the whole thing and ultimately achieve. <laughs> you know, so so that is these the quotes that you just run right now with us in this show are literally uh, formulas of success. If we apply them in life, anyone watching and listening, use those as your anchors. Those are your like pillars. Like, you know, I need these as part of my foundation to be who I am, to where to, to drive me where I want to go. And and you will get that, folks. This is if you believe in yourself, nobody, nobody can stop you. You are invincible. It is it is almost impossible not to do the possible. <laughs> you know, you know, the possible will always win. It's always possible. You have the ability to do this, you know. So so you cannot possibly say, I you know, no, I'm not doing this. You have this. And you did, and you're helping people. So how many people today you have transformed their lives? I'd say there have been at least like maybe, I don't know a few hundred or something like that just because i only i'm very selective of who i work with and all that but uh, but oh, yeah. you know I, and then who knows maybe they'll in maybe they'll help other people too maybe they'll they'll inspire others to get going and maybe one of the people who was training with me inspired their friends to get active and now they're active in a group together after they're done my program so like I'm not sure what they do after they finish my program, but uh, typically, you know, it seems like people do go on to enjoy active lives after that because I help them figure out what is it that they mostly enjoy doing and then we can kind of direct them from there. Well, Yana, this is beyond the the comprehension because you said a few hundred, right? Even if it was 10 people, even if it was one person, that's one person that, that you helped become better changed and now to your point that one person is going to help maybe two and those two is going to they're going to help four and so on and so forth it's a ripple effect that domino effect you're not going to see it and you don't even see the fruits of it until like you know you wouldn't you probably wouldn't even know i mean we're doing this show this is going to download all over you know today tomorrow next year 10 years from now hundreds maybe thousands of people maybe millions i don't know wishful thinking that's all good but the idea is someone's going to share this message with someone and they're going to, and it's going to go and it's going to go and it's going to go and it's going to find somebody who's going to absorb this and use this and then use that with other people. And that, and you don't know the impact that we have on each other and, and the results that you get talking about achieving. That's the ultimate satisfaction, you know, and it's, it's, it's sad because we don't even get to, to figure it out. We don't, we never know what the impact is good or bad. Actually, by the way, if we do bad, that same ripple effect is just going to, you know, downfall to other people's and, and just going to change their lives in a bad way. But so I'm talking about a good impact, you know, when you're doing something good to help people uh, improve their lives, their lifestyle, their mindset, their, their, they're, they're just being, you know, enjoying life. And so it is powerful. And that's something that you've done to your journey. And, and again, you are said you are, I'm selective, but, but, but that's okay. Because, you know, if you, if let's say you do this randomly, right? And just pick people around them and you, and you don't do, you don't give them your heart and, and put them into a real program. And then you give them the hundred percent foundation. They, to your point, besides reputation, they're not going to take enough to actually generate enough from themselves. 
they're just going to be missing things. And therefore, that's not going to be a full picture. It's like having half of the ingredients, you know that the stuff is not going to come up nice. <laughs> you know, Exactly. Especially when you're baking a cake. You know, if you have half the ingredients, then you bake a cake. <laughs> and yeah, then it's it just doesn't uh, rise or worse. <laughs> yeah, but, but you're right. But that's the thing, right? Again, do you, by the way, I mean, these are not concepts that are new. You probably heard these things. Sometimes we, re, re, we talk about things that in the discussion, and it's a constant reminder to ourselves and to everybody that's watching and listening, that we might hear, hear things, we might see things, but it's the constant reminders that we hear and see. It's like, again, it's got to be in your mind. It is in your subconscious somewhere. Sometimes you probably heard this 10 years ago. It's there. But guess what? You hear it again. Oops, it comes right to the front. And now you take action. So, again, those are things. But people like you are helping generations to come. And you're doing it because you love what you do and want to is you you're doing by the way i want to ask how many marathons did you run how many marathons did i run in total in yeah. my life or how many marathons did i run in a row for for charity well so we're going to do both so in general if you bulk i mean I'm, I'm i don't know if you know exact number but let's talk about just that because because that's that's like how many people you've you've been involved with in life you've either somehow talked to and when you talk to someone the impression that you leave with someone stays with them. So you talked about the people that you help, like a couple of few hundreds, you know, that you work with. If you don't know how many people you've encountered in life that you've actually influenced one way or the other, because that, that leads us to the, 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 the influencer piece of you. And we, we want to take a minute to talk about that. So how many in general, how many that you've done through charitable work? Because again, that's the other thing. I mean, you talked about you doing in running for charity reasons and, you know, we want to take a minute as well to talk about that. What does that mean? I know you mentioned, you know, the specific one that you did, you know, when you started, but but let's talk about that whole concept. Yeah. So I've That's always, a lot of questions. <laughs> so I've always been interested in doing as much as I possibly can for local charities to help them. And I picked the Victoria Hospitals Foundation because they raise funds for life-saving equipment for our hospitals. So I think that that's a very important cause. And I feel like, you know, there's always things, there's always opportunities in healthcare and stuff to make it better. And so that's why I chose the Victoria Hospitals Foundation as my main charity that I do a lot of fundraising for. So the first time, so in 2020, when all my races got canceled, because I was supposed to go to the Chicago Marathon, but that got canceled due to COVID, so then in the summer, I had my two weeks of holidays and I thought, why not raise money for the Victoria Hospitals Foundation? So in 2020, I ran um, 12 marathons in 12 days and that raised about $20,000 for the Victoria Hospitals Foundation. And then a year later, in May of uh, 2021, I ran 30 marathons in 30 days to raise money for the Victoria Hospitals Foundation, and that raised almost $100,000. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, time out, time out. <laughs> wait, wait, did you just say 12 marathons in 12 days? That's like one marathon per day? Yes, for 12 days. That was the first wild idea. Oh, no, no, yeah, 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 well, so that's the first one. I mean, the 30 days, that's another one. I mean, but but let's just get in, into that one because the average person cannot run a marathon in their life. Sorry, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can run a marathon. I mean, I, I think I can if I, I, I put myself into it. Everybody can if you work towards it and you exactly. run and you prep to it. So I'm not saying I can't, but the idea is, you know, we don't think about it. Like you, that's, that's the, 
a marathon requires a lot of energy in one day. I mean, you're probably going to be drained the next day, but you did it like it, it's a lot of miles on a day-to-day basis. It's like, you. how long does it take you, by the way, to run a marathon? Three, four hours, two hours? What's, what's your time? Right. So for me, so my best ever time was three hours and 18 minutes. That's the... Uh, That's when I only do one marathon and I was actually training specifically for speed. But when I was doing the 12 marathons in 12 days, I was doing them a lot slower than that. So I was doing them in about four and a half to five and a half hours. And same with the 30 marathons in 30 days. It was also doing them in four and a half to five and a half hours so that I'm able to slow down and so that I'm able to recover the fall for the following day. Because if I tried to flat out race it, then I wouldn't be able to recover for the next day. Well, listen, I mean, five hours on a day. I mean, you watch a soccer game, you know, and you look at these guys running for an hour and a half, you know, back and forth. Sometimes like in the World Cup, they, they went almost two hours, you know, and they're like completely drenched and, and drained. Five hours of constant movement and nonstop, you know, and then you take a break and then you, you know, get all the electrolytes and do all the stuff and then get some energy, probably a lot of pasta, I don't know. <laughs> and then you start the next day. Is that even a true thing, like pasta for marathons? <laughs> oh, yeah, I absolutely, I love my carbs. Like, that's one thing that I can say is that I love my carbs. And uh, when I was in Alberta, I baked quite a lot of cakes and I was eating them. And then I'd go on the treadmill and run. But I I definitely enjoy the carbs. You know, it's uh, one of my favorite foods well, is well, pasta. For, for for you specifically, I mean, your body is going to go through carbs like it's it's going through, you know, it's just air. You know, you need all that, you know, sugar business, not sugar, sugar, but you need the, the calories. You know, exactly. like, I'm not a big fan of sugar, but 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 in your case, obviously, you, if you eat pasta and you don't do marathon, that's not good for you. But you no. need the fuel. You know, it's, it's what it is. It's your fuel to keep you maintained, you know throughout the, the the journey of the four or five hours that you're going to be running, but 12 days and then 30 days back to back. So you get up, you know, so do you do them in the morning, that kind of thing? And then, then you kind of relax the whole day, afternoon, night, and then you start again. What's, what's that formula look like? Cause, cause I'm just curious. Cause I mean, I'm sure someone's <laughs> there like, what the hell? 12 marathons. I mean, they do one a year, you know, in 12 and 12 days and then 30 and 30 days back to back. I mean, it's, that's, that's the crazy. I mean, by the way, kudos to you. Cause that is, that is, it should be some some sort of Guinness record or something because I don't know if someone have ever done that. Well, actually, it's it's not a Guinness record; it's a Canadian national record for females for most consecutive marathons so far. It's unofficial, though. I haven't been able to make it official. But uh, serious, I, I I don't think there's a Guinness record for back to back marathons. Is there? I, oh, there is actually. There is. Oh, there is. Like over a hundred, and I don't think I'm ready to do that just yet. Hundred back to back. Yes, yeah, so over a hundred back to back. Yes, somebody. There was a woman that did over a hundred back to back marathons, and that was the Guinness record. And uh, uh, hey, listen to her. You know, not much respect because, like, I did thirty, and I thought that was that was a lot. But then I see other people doing a hundred, and again, you might be listening to the show, and you might think, like, oh my goodness, she did thirty, and then oh my goodness, wow, I can't believe someone did a hundred. But it's like you know, it's whatever makes you happy and whatever makes you push yourself and uh maybe one day i will try for 100 marathons in 100 days but you never know <laughs> maybe uh, well listen you know uh, you you got to do one-on-one and then you're you're the next hit <laughs> uh, <laughs> just but, gotta see what happens yeah listen we're talking about that's the future we don't know 
it's an idea. Ideas sometimes are there to to act on, and you will do. But the mere fact that you went first of all, the idea of doing it. This is this was more about you and your success piece of it. But the success is not so much what you did; is who you did it for. I mean, you're raising funds for hospitals to to get equipment and you know stuff to help people, and you know that is that is awesome because again, uh, you're doing this for a, a higher. I would say, I guess, calling, right? And it, it's it's the greatest thing you have. I mean, talk about satisfaction and, and really joy. You know, I'm sure that when this is over and you get all the the funds, I mean, I know you mentioned the first one didn't have a lot of funds, but, but, but the idea over time, things are happening and you are generating more and more buzz and more money. And, and these hospitals are getting the resources that they might need. Uh, I'm assuming these are not, um, they're private hospitals or they're, they're government hospitals? Private. <laughs> They're not private hospitals, so like we have a publicly funded healthcare system, but still a lot of the hospital equipment is still funded by donors. So it's kind of like a combination of both, right? So the last one, though, the 30 and 30 marathons, that raised uh, almost $100,000. So I was pretty proud of that, considering that the very first time I did a charity run in 2013, which was the island run, it only raised a few thousand, but... This one, it raised uh, much more than that. Well, listen, you know, uh, if you raise a dollar, it is still a dollar that you put sweat and blood and time. And, you know, it was for the right cause and it, it's going to help people. And you, you, again, talking about leaving a legacy, you know, this is your legacy. This is something that is in the books. This is historical. This is something that, that deserves, you know, all the, the, the thank yous and, and, and the kudos and everything, because this is, this is you. Nobody's telling you to do this. This is your dream come true. This is your personality, you know, coming to fruition and just, you know, almost becoming, you know, in, in the society and doing part. And by the way, historically, if you look at all the great folks that have ever been here, they did things, you know, that, that they felt good about, but they did it for the purpose of doing for the people and, and sharing and doing something good that will always be there. You know, some of these, how many lives could have possibly been saved with your 100,000? We don't know. If someone needed something urgently and there's a machine now that's able a, able to help them and now they have a better, maybe they can walk better, they can see better, they can do something better or they're just healthier, period. You know, that's priceless. So that 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 value that you've, you've brought in or even the joy of that person and their family and their loved ones that joy is different. You know, it's not something that you can purchase. There is no price to that. Right. Exactly. Uh, but so the, the impact that you have is just unbelievable, you know, so thank you for, 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 for doing what you do. And I guess you have to continue doing that. <laughs> yeah. um, I definitely am continuing doing that actually. Cause well, it's interesting because I actually got kind of sick in late 2022 and I was sick for quite a while. And I actually didn't think I was ever going to be back to running so I actually just restarted running in uh, just this year again. And now I'm running the Chicago Marathon 2023, or that's the plan is to run the Chicago Marathon in October. And I'm once again trying to raise money for the Victoria Hospitals Foundation just on my own. Like, you know, I have a fundraising page up and it's just about seeing who can help the hospitals. And I'm paying my own way to go to the Chicago Marathon. So I don't get a free entry or anything like that for doing this. I just do it because I want to. And because I think that 
it's important and because I want our healthcare heroes to benefit from the fundraising. Wow. Well, well, so, so a quick question, I mean, did come to mind. I mean, and you kind of answered it a little bit, you know, you, you talked about the healthcare system in Canada you know, we all think that, you know, it is like in the U.S., we admire it to a degree because, you know, we think Canadians have free healthcare, right? <laughs> and, and you know, we don't have it in, in the U.S. the same. And and yet here, here we are, you're talking about, you know, hospitals who need support, who need equipment. And that's just one hospital. I'm sure the system in, in its own eventually is going to need some action, some support somewhere. Uh, and, and that's that's actually unique. I mean, uh just to know that it's happening. So even if you think that everything is peachy, there's always something that's missing in the picture. And we don't get to see that all the time. Like, you know, when people judge like, oh, Canada has the greatest, you know, system, you know, and again, compared to, again, US, we have healthcare or some people refer to it as sick care. And, I, you know, I'm not judging, but because you only go when you're sick because otherwise it's not, you know, a system. And yeah, it costs money. It's very costly. But people don't realize that you guys pay a lot more taxes in Canada than 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 the American the American people, <laughs> you know, for their health. You know, so so all the stuff, there's there's a price that's being paid by someone and it doesn't make the system hundred percent correct or the best, regardless of how you look at it, it's just different angles. The best healthcare system will be where you really get the top notch of everything with zero cost and it's prepaid by by your local government. I guess in the Scandinavian countries, maybe they have that level. But even that, I'm but not sure. But they also pay higher taxes than we do. So 50%, so I heard, does something. Yeah, that's so. the trade-off that you have. You know, you either have high well, you taxes. Should, uh, the idea is that you shouldn't even pay taxes. I mean, technically, your country has resources and should just a percentage of that should be dedicated to that stuff. But it doesn't work that way, obviously. Uh, this is which, wishful thinking and people probably that would crucify me for this. <laughs> What, what's wrong with you? You want the government to print money? Well, they do it for for other reasons. You know, might as well. You know, for health. I think that's that that's worth something. But no judgment here. But the idea is, you know, it's amazing that you just throw that in there. But I wanted just to highlight that because people have this idea that Canada's doing terrific in their health. But you're right. You know, equipment. Who's going to pay this? Who's that? There's always things that can be probably. If it's on a budget, you're going to have the budget on everything, right? If it is, you know, a limited, you know, resource and yes, everybody and everybody's going to access it for free, then there's not enough revenue. Therefore, you're going to have limitations on on the services. And I know I've, I've had a whole show about U.S. healthcare versus Canada healthcare uh, with one of the experts. And, and the concept is that regardless of how you look at it, there is no perfect system to date that we know of. And even to your point. It might be perfect in the delivery, but it's not perfect in the funding. And so it doesn't make it perfect because somebody is losing, you know, at the end of it. And you have to sacrifice one versus the other. So it is challenging. So think the perfect system is one that takes care of you before you get sick so that you never are allowed to get sick uh, in that, the that, first place. Well, that uh, would be ideal so that we never experience sickness. So, so you know what that system would look like? It would be where we eat all we eat all uh, fruits and vegetables directly from the farm, no pesticides. Um, you don't have pollution. You live in. That's gonna be like a, you know almost a one of those movies. You know, like you know, <laughs> you know type of things. Because <laughs> the reality that we have that that world has 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 gone. I mean, it, it's unfortunate we live in a society that that your even if you create a system that has fewer everything you have so many things attached to your health and you know so it's the, the it's like the ideal world to your point where there yeah. is no sickness uh, you know there is no i mean people can get sick but you will prevent it 100% you know or 99% 
with all the elements and so yeah if you you get sick you get sick because of age you get sick because of some other reasons you know but but from bacteria infection maybe but not because of the way we eat or the way we live and lifestyle and and crazy i mean look people are sick through stress stress you know we had i just had a show about cancer you know uh, and one of the triggers of of this you know is is stress stress come, like you know i get the joke all the time like why you talk about you, you you started with health you know this is the eye health channel and uh but you talk about different topics and I was, I'm going to ask the question now too. Can you name something that does not affect your health mentally or physically? If you can, please send me an email and tell me what it is. Cause I'd like to talk about it <laughs> because at the end of the day, your business, your life, your friends, your world, the world, the politics, everything impacts us one way or the other. If it's not from our psyche, it's a physical effect or impact. Your job does affect. So therefore it's all impacting our health. And so at the end of the day, to your point, uh, you know, I had a guest who literally referred to it as a sick, sick care as opposed to healthcare. You know, because you're right, it is designed for when you are sick, not designed to prevent sickness or to 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 be there. You know, to give you the tools not to actually wind up in the hospital. I mean, we have systems. Like for example, I am in the insurance world, and we we do preventative medicine and things like that, which basically encourage people to do their checkups and do the stuff and the wellness and so on to make sure that they. Everything is pre, you know, you're always current current with your status. So you don't wait until it's too late and then you wind up in major catastrophic, you know, type of situations. But even that, it is not, it is just a, um, I would say just a, a formula that is not accurate because it is still not clean 100%. Because to be clean, you have to have zero, you know, very limited impact from the lifestyle that you have. You know, your work demands that you actually drive from, you know, six o'clock in the morning to like 12 o'clock at night or 11, you're doing 12 hour shifts a day. I'm not talking about the actual work, but between leaving, you know, and commute and coming back, getting stressed out, all that stuff is simple. You're working five, six days a week, you know, your the mortgage is waiting on you. All this stuff is actually affecting our health. The food we eat, you know, you can't find today real fresh food, you know, like, I mean, you could, but it's limited uh and it's costlier so all these things are existing so to your point uh it is unbelievable but that's the way with it like like you, you started with the idea of we need a preventative healthcare where people are not sick we'll have to go about 100 years ago <laughs> or maybe 200 <laughs> years ago when people lived learning in nature um wishful thinking <laughs> hey listen i mean what we the the reality is like we said earlier the past is the past we can't do anything about it we live to the moment so but everyone can make the difference in them with themselves and exactly so you do a healthy living lifestyle you you look at your food you look at your activity you look at things you know you decompress you don't get stressed out so everyone can make the difference and i think if we all did our part and and helped ourselves and in our immediate environment we can impact the larger environment and if we did that I think we will have an environment where there's less sick people. <laughs> but like I said, you know, you know, there are there are um not conspiracies, but theories that, you know, if there are no sick people, well then the system collapses, right? I mean, there's no healthcare, there's no, you know, pharma, there is no this, there's not. So there is there's almost like economics that affect also these reasonings behind, you know, what things are the way they are. They have industries that cannot, you know, survive if we all eat fresh fruits and vegetables, right? You know, so those are the things that that we are beyond at this point. Now, will that ever change? We don't know. Maybe you know, only the the future you know holds the secrets, and we don't know those secrets until we get there. But again, we start with ourselves. What we can do internally, what we can do with our own selves and our immediate families and 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 friends and circles, and then 
we are small, you know, particles in this huge world. And if we actually do our part, maybe it's all going to be better. And that's that. So, so, so now let's talk about your influence. We're on the top of the hour, but, but this is great stuff. Um, you're an influencer in Canada, correct? Uh-huh. Yeah, you could say, you could say I guess like at some point people will say influencer. And I think that, you know, it is an interesting word because 10 years ago it didn't really exist. So like influencer just means that you're influencing people to do something. So mm-hmm. like there's people who claim that I've inspired them to start running or that I've inspired them to sign up for their first marathon or something like that. So in that way I'm an influencer. Now I know like there's some people who will say that, oh, you gotta have X amount of followers to be an influencer, or you gotta be a celebrity to be an influencer. But the truth is you don't have to be either of those things. You just have to inspire a few people to do something and then you're an influencer within your group. So like that's kind of how I define the word influencer. Well, actually, you know, the, the reason I'm asking is because you're bringing a great point. You know, it is at the core is exactly what you just said. You're influencing a certain amount of people, you know, to be better, to do better. And by the way, influence can have good and negative vibes. You know, it's not all influence is good. I mean, we have influencers that are actually doing things or showing things or teaching things that may not be good. I mean, this whole debate about TikTok was because you have people that are committing suicide and doing things because of, you know, action that is by certain influencers or or challenges that can be on, on social media. In the social media context, influencers are people who have influence on others. They just have a higher reach. But every one of us is can be an influencer. And I think that's that's really the core of today is that, you know, there is the, the social media context, a contest of who is the actual influencer and how we define them. But that that is not different from you as an individual talking to us or listening or watching or in the show today. Doing something in your life, you are influ- by the way, we all influence everyone around us, one way or the other, either good or bad. Your behavior is actually the influence on the on, on, on your environment. And you're an entourage. Now, if you And also good- your environment has an influence on you too. Oh, so yes. if you have 10 friends that are all like to play video games and watch TV and stuff their faces with junk food, then chances are you're probably going to be doing the same thing. Now, if you have, you know, five friends who love to be active and love to go hiking and skiing and running and tennis and all that kind of stuff, then chances are you'll probably be active too. So your environment also has an influence on you as much as you have an influence on your environment. And that's something that I just kind of thought of right now <laughs> but no but that's 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 right on point because again we, there you don't live we don't it's not a silo world you're not living by yourself you live with you exist and coexist and so everything that we do influence everything around us and everything around us influence who we are you know from the, the minute you are conceived and born in this world to the minute you depart this world, there is an, an exchange of ideologies and vibes and frequencies and 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 behaviors that you are taking or giving. And any given moment, you know, those are either good or bad, and therefore you are making a change good or bad again. So what we are trying to do is to to keep the positive influence running with positive messaging, with positive, you know, inspiration, motivation stuff. And really stories that are truly, you know, success stories that can get people to be on that positive note. And that's all there is. And, you know, but if we do our part individually, we can change people around us 
And to your point, the way to change those uh, that are not good for you is not be with them. <laughs> you know, simple. Exactly. You know, you eliminate that that basically relationship, and then maybe they'll be like, well, "What's wrong? What's wrong with with Diana? She's not longer." Diana, what's up? Well, listen, John, if you want to, you know, be in my circles, you got to get into my circles. This is this is how we roll here, and so. That could be the reason they change them. They may say, you know what? Who the hell you think you are? You want to change my ways? Like, I don't want to change anything. I said, if you want to be with me, <laughs> you know, you can join my realm. If not, you know, good luck in your world. You know, it's cool. I mean, we're we're not judging here. I'm not telling you to change your lifestyle. But I, I'm telling you, if you want to be in my circle, this is what I expect. That's all. And right, same thing. You're actually asking it the same, right? You want me to be with your circle and follow your way. How's that? Is that is that is that accurate? There you go. So you understand the concept. So what, what I'm trying to say is very simple. We have the ability to change lives and change ourselves and 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 maybe have that influence. And yes, the social media influence piece is a larger scale. And yes, people do do it, you know, and they have a say because people do follow them. They do follow. If I say that, you know, this is the greatest thing happened since, since I sliced bread. Well, guess what? People may believe that, right? I may be wrong. That's the thing. Like, you got to be selective what information you get, who you get it from. Not everything is always what it looks like. There is power of marketing. There is power of, you know, industries. There's power of things that are, you know, that can portray certain things at a certain way. You know, we had a, a discussion the other day on the cancer discussion with, uh, about the, the Marlboro man, you know, and again, no, no beating down on the nicotine, you know, you know, tobacco industry, but, but that was like a flavor of, of the seventies and eighties, you know, or maybe beyond, but, I don't remember when that started, but but the idea is like that was the coolest thing, right? But that's influence. People see is like I want to look like that guy, you know. But that's not that was that was the messaging was in in terms of showing you what's about what's good for you, but it wasn't good for people. Eventually, we find out, including the tobacco companies, they they realized that was not the right thing, and now we have these signs that says you know it kills, right? So so the concept of influence, you have we we're not just sponges. We're just not going to take everything that we want. We are like a, a smart sponge. <laughs> we should have like, you know, a shield to absorb what we want and, and reject what we want. And that's how we're supposed to, you know, you know, act in life. But not everybody has that ability. So again, this are just, just reminders, these discussions that we have are kind of opportunities to share some value. And hopefully this is an influence in a positive mode. And that's all there is. You know, we don't want fame about it. We don't want anything, but we want to drive some. We believe it's good. Now we might be wrong. And if you believe we're wrong, you don't have to follow us. That's the other part. You have exactly. a choice. You know, no one is forcing anyone here. <laughs> exactly. And like, if you don't want to run, then don't run. And I guess we just can't hang out. <laughs> That's right. You know, run again. Listen to each his own. Right. It's uh, exactly. running, running has there's running clubs. There's running flavors. There's running. You know, uh, entourages and 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 groups and and, and services. Just like there's groups of everything else, right? But yeah, it's it's what's for you. If it's good, it's that. It doesn't matter. The idea is that you do what's good for you, what you love, uh, what's going to be constructive. And again, whatever that means, you know. And again, here, take it for the for 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 what it's worth. Good, bad, ugly. You have a choice. If you're watching and listening, no one is telling you to change your life. But we know what's good. We know what's bad. You know, if it affects you negatively, it's bad. If it's affected, good. You know, positive is good. Now you might think. Well, I'm high on drugs and I feel good. You know, do you really know that is actually, you know, you can, you can say that. I mean, some people can, can be argumental. People argue about everything, right? Well, no, I, I'm good. Well, I, I like my drugs. Well, then that's cool. 
You like your drugs? Have fun. Enjoy. You like your drugs, but we can't hang out if you like your drugs because I'm not into drugs. So sorry about that. And that's okay. But I'm not judging, you know, if that's how you want to have your fix, then that's okay. But it's just that, you know, I just can't hang out with people who do that kind of stuff. And that's totally fair to everybody. And like the people who do that kind of stuff probably don't want to hang out with me anyways because I'm boring. That's right. And and again, when you go from that base, a foundation that you have your choice, I have my choice, we're cool, you know, I, you know, we're just trying to give you a different way. And, and again, it is an opinion. It is our opinion. It is how we see it. You don't have to see it the same way. I always say this, you know, like, you, you know, you, I see these things on social media where people are like, well, you're doing this wrong. You're doing this stuff. Dude, if you don't like what you see, you know, just scroll down and up, move on. You know, you don't have to even comment, you know, switch off. You know, if I'm watching TV and I don't like something on the program, and guess what? I just switch the channel. I don't have to go mm -hmm. to, you don't go to CNN and start commenting on, on their feed and say like, you know, you suck CNN or I'm, by the way, I'm not making fun of CNN, just an example. <laughs> but you, you look at Netflix or in a movie and you like, you're like, you have choices, action, movie, horror, whatever, pick one. You don't like it, switch the other one. Same thing here. You don't like hurricane, you know, don't watch the hurricane show. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, it's, it's the same concept that that's the thing. People have the ability to decide, decide what's good for you. Period and out. You, no one is forcing anything on anyone. Yeah. Everybody's got free will. To a degree. I mean, there's a whole, we can have a discussion exactly. about free will, whether we have 100% or not. I mean, you know, we just talk about entourage and systems and other things that, that do dictate how you kind of, you just have to find your way. Like, you know, you got to maneuver, <laughs> you know, the environment and, and you probably wind up doing your own thing. But, but it's, it's more difficult today than ever because there's just so much stuff that's going on around us. But, Yana, it's been real. So, 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 let's talk about you know where we're at the end of the show. What would be some of the best advice? And by the way, you give us some real stuff on this show that we can live with for the rest of our lives and apply some of these things. And whether we run or not, I think some of the good stuff that came out of this discussion is so powerful that people can apply it and become you know better and 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 have visuals you know that are different from what they may have today. So, so, but what would be our best advice to keep you know to leave our audiences with today? I have to say probably no matter what your crazy idea is, do not give up. And just remember that whatever you have in, in your mind, you can achieve it, provided that that's something that you genuinely want to do yourself, that no one is forcing you to do. So go out there, follow your dreams and do the best that you can and try to even help just one person, one act of kindness, do anything to help others and you'll be golden i like that all right well yana it's been real it's a it's a true pleasure having you on the show uh we had fun i i and this, this is the kind of discussion that i enjoy myself and so i did talk a lot but <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> I, I talked a lot too i'm very talkative <laughs> <laughs> all right listen that's why we do what we do right um, exactly but, but so thank you so much for being, you know, with and, uh, you know, sharing your story, your work. And I know you're going to be writing some books, so we'll keep posted with you. And hopefully when you get the next book coming up, you know, let's talk again. Come back. Absolutely. And and maybe we can talk about after you do your next uh, big deal. You know, you do the Chicago, maybe you do some next funding, you know, fundraiser, and we can have some fun with that. Come on Absolutely. and we'll talk about it. Yep. It All was right. such a pleasure being on the show and thank you so much for having me. And uh, I look forward to sharing with more people. 
Yes. Well, and, and, and I know you will, and more people will be uh, influenced correctly. <laughs> yeah, so to say. All right. Well, thank you, Anna. And folks, thank I hope you, you so much. You're welcome. Folks, I hope you enjoyed being with us today and the discussion. And uh, we'll be talking soon. New Danish room topic. Uh, bye for now. Thank <laughs> you.